Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. And if you're joining me on the YouTube channel, make sure you like and subscribe. We're inching, and I, I really do mean inching. I need y'all to get out there and support. Um, we're inching towards 2,000 subscribers on that YouTube channel, and that's my baby. So obviously, um, I want to build it up as much as possible. So if you have not already, if you've been listening most mornings with me at 7 to 7, 10, 7, 15, wherever I get started, do me a favor, go to that YouTube channel, Coach Gene Clemens, and hit that subscribe button. Um, Something interesting happened this week. Um, Teddy Bridgewater was named the starting quarterback in Denver. If you've been watching any of the preseason games, you should know this wasn't really a difficult decision. Um, it, it, it seemed to me that Teddy Bridgewater performed better. It didn't matter that he was with the second unit or whatever it might be. It doesn't matter when he was in, what he was doing. Teddy Bridgewater, when it mattered, that's when the whistles are blown and the, the score clock is up there. Teddy Bridgewater performed better than Drew Locke. Yet, I have heard a lot of people who normally take emotion out of it. They normally take emotion out of it. I've heard a lot of people with the, I didn't think Teddy won this job. Um, I heard Benjamin Albright use, and, 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 and by the way, I like Ben. I don't agree all the time with Ben, but you should never agree all the time. I don't agree all the time with my dudes, and those are my dudes. Like, me and Emery disagree on evaluations. Um, me and Brandon, we disagree on evaluations. Me and TD, we, um, Teron Davenport, we we disagree all the time. Chris James, we, we disagree all the time. So it, it's not that I agree with them or disagree with them all the time. I was just surprised by the takes that he came out with after it was announced that Teddy Bridgewater was the starting quarterback. Um, he said, you know, I, I watched all of the practices and um, Drew Locke threw more touchdowns and less interceptions in practice. Now, again, when you watch all the practices, if you're watching, that's that's something to consider. Um, that's not a that's not an invalid point. But in the games, the person who threw the more touchdowns the person who led the more the most touchdown drives, the person who had the least amount of turnovers, if I'm not mistaken, that was Teddy Bridgewater. So there's something to be said about being able to do it in practice, and there's an entirely different thing to be said about doing it in the game. And what that made me think about is the, something that we do all the time. We do it as coaches. We do it as evaluators. We do it as prognosticators. We, we decide, we take all of our, our mental energy, we, we use it to analyze what's going on, to analyze talent, 
and then we make a choice. And when we make that choice, we inherently want that choice to be right. And because we want that choice to be right, we are willing to overlook certain things that make it wrong. We're willing to overlook certain things because we want to be right. I am guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. I look at Dwayne Haskins and his time in Washington, and yes, I am willing to admit he did not play well. But I'm also someone who says he was put in an environment where it would have been hard for any quarterback to succeed. Evident by the fact that no quarterbacks have succeeded in Washington in a while. This isn't some type of like condemnation on Haskins, but my my flaw was, or my mistake was, I had Haskins evaluated high. I still think he is a really good talent. I thought he would be able to step into the NFL and play right now. I didn't think there would be such a learning curve for him, but there was. He had to learn how to be a pro. He had to learn how to be a pro. I didn't expect Washington to give up on him. Well, I didn't expect Washington to jerk him around, first off, to yo-yo him in and out, play with his confidence. But then I didn't expect Washington to give up on him after essentially a season and a half. He really only played a full season's worth of games. So no, that's not what I expected to happen. And so that clouded my judgment when I was talking about him within the seasons. When he did something good, I I, I talked more about it. When he did something negative, I was kind of quiet. He did a bunch of things negative, I would have to address it. I would say something. But if he did a couple things negative, I'd be quiet. But if he did some positive, boom, Haskins. Guess what, though? At some point, you got to realize my evaluation was off. At some point, you have to realize I made a mistake. There was something I was wrong about. In coaching, not doing this will get you beat. If you have a quarterback competition and you decide that you're going to roll with Drew Locke because Drew Locke was your draft pick, because Drew Locke was the guy that was supposed to come in and be the next, because you've invested draft capital in, and then Drew Locke goes out there and loses games. He goes out there and loses games. He does some spectacular stuff, but he loses games. You as a coach, your job's on the line when you have somebody who's steady, like Teddy Bridgewater, who's not going to lose your games. I really think this competition comes down to two things. Do I think Teddy Bridgewater is more, like, naturally gifted than Drew Locke is? I wouldn't say that. Do I think Teddy Bridgewater understands how to be a better starting quarterback than Drew Locke does. Absolutely. And it shows in the fact that 
the coaching staff went with a guy that they just brought in, a guy who's been on multiple teams over the past um, three years, I want or four years, I want to say four years, three teams in four years. Or four teams in five years, one of the two. Because he was with the Jets. Then he was with the um, Saints for two years. Then he was with the Panthers last year. And now, yeah, so it'll be it'll be four teams in five years. A guy that has been on four teams in five years came into a new offense and had a better grasp of it than the guy who's been in the offense for multiple years. It's time to change your thought. Now, here's the point. Here's the thing that I think somebody like Ben misses because he said, well, you know, them going with Teddy means that they are probably looking for a new quarterback in the draft. Well, that's A, selling Teddy Bridgewater short. It's not like he's old. We can't, we can't extol these 30 plus, 35, 36-year-old quarterbacks and talk about how much time they still have left and then take the the, the late 20s, early 30 quarterbacks and say they're done soon. But he mentioned that. I think that's that's wrong. I think that if you look at what they're doing, there's a good chance they could still th- see a future in Drew Locke. Why is it that every time a quarterback loses his job, this only, by the way, happens at quarterback. Anytime a quarterback loses his job, everybody thinks that means he's done with that organization. Number one, we need the quarterback to have thicker skin. Number two, maybe the organization says we like him, we like Drew Locke, but we want Drew Locke to get more seasoning like Teddy Bridgewater has. Remember, Teddy Bridgewater had a catastrophic knee injury that essentially lost him two years in the NFL. But then he came back, he went to the Jets, he outperformed Sam Darnold, and they still gave the job to Sam Darnold. So then he goes to the Saints, he goes to the Saints, he ends up apprenticing behind Drew Brees. Drew Brees Brees gets hurt, he plays phenomenally in Drew Brees' stead. They bring Drew Brees back too soon, lose, I contend if they would have just let Teddy Bridgewater rock, they would have had a better chance at going to the championship that year than bringing back an old, broken Drew Brees. That's just me. Then he goes over to Carolina, where everybody gets hurt, including him. And then they still keep putting him out there, even though he's hurt. Partly his fault, partly their fault. If he can't go, he should say, I can't go. There's no reason to try to muscle through these things. But he's seasoned. He's seen everything now. He's been through every type of adversity. So you would expect someone like that to have more moxie, to have more understanding of what it means to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. That matters. Drew Locke doesn't have that. This is Drew Locke's first legitimate adversity. He lost a fair and square competition. He lost the competition that was rigged for him to win. He's got to own that. How does he come back from that? He could still be a great quarterback in this league. He could still be a starting quarterback for Denver. If he humbles himself, 
and learn some things from a guy who's been there, done that. And if Teddy Bridgewater is not the answer, and if, like Ben um, Albright says, if Bridgewater gets hurt because he's been injured a lot, he's actually only really missed time due to injury twice in his career. But okay. If Bridgewater does get hurt, then the Broncos find themselves in one of the best positions in the NFL because they have a they have a starting quarterback or a starting caliber quarterback as a backup and not many teams can say that. In Tampa Bay if Tom Brady gets hurt, it's over. There are a lot of places like that. The starter gets hurt, it's over. In Dallas, that goes down, it's over. So they they find themselves in a position that you have to love. But we have to get over ourselves. Sometimes we make mistakes. Coaches, if you're out there listening, if you make a decision on a player and you start to see that there's another player who is just simply outperforming that player. It is okay to say you were wrong and put that other court, that other that other player in, whether that's a quarterback, an offensive lineman, a running back, a D tackle, a cornerback, make that change. It doesn't mean that you've given up on the person you put out there first. It means that you're doing what's best for the team. And ultimately, that's your job as a coach. Evaluators, prognosticators, draft analysts. If you think a player is going to be good and they show you signs that they're not good or that they're going to struggle or they're they're going to need more time, you don't have, just because you say it doesn't mean that you've all of a sudden given up on that player. Doesn't mean that um, that player can't be good. It just means you were wrong. We all thought Jadavion Clowney was going to be a generational talent. We were wrong. He's just a good football player. He's not a generational talent. He's not Lawrence Taylor. He's not Julius Peppers. He's a good football player. We all thought he was going to be a generational. We were wrong. It's okay. We can say it. We. A lot of you thought Sam Darnold was going to be great. We were wrong. It's okay to say it. Many of you thought Cam Newton was going to be a terrible pro. You were absolutely wrong, and you still won't admit it. People thought Lamar Jackson was a a wide receiver cornerback. They're still holding out hope that they're right. Just come on home. Admit you're wrong. It's okay. I was wrong. I thought that wasn't going to be good. I was wrong. It's it's okay. Time will tell if I'm wrong about my thought processes on the draft this year. Everybody knows I believe Justin Fields should have been the number one pick. So far right now, he's looked better than Trevor Lawrence. Zach Wilson probably has looked the best out of all of them. Matt Jones looks like a check down Charlie. I'm not here for that. Sorry. Y'all can keep y'all can keep slobbering over um Matt Jones all you want. That dude's averaging like three yards a pass. 
that's not going to get it done in the NFL. Not if you, no. Sorry, not a, not with what y'all tell me about some of these other quarterbacks. So time will tell. I thought Josh Allen would be a complete and utter bust. Clearly he's not. I was wrong. Do I think he's the generational talent that some of y'all think he is? No. Some of y'all think he's Lamar Jackson. He's not. He's not. Sorry. But is he a, a, a viable starting quarterback who can win you games and has a dynamic to him? Absolutely. I was wrong. Time will tell if my overall evaluation of what he would be in his career is right. But in the short term, I was 100% wrong. I'm willing to admit it. I understand that we have bias. You need to be out there and willing to admit it as well. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. We do this thing a few times a week. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree. But whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on my YouTube channel, you know what to do. Like, subscribe. See you later. Peace.